Hello, everybody, and welcome to Porto Bien. What episode is this? We might be like on episode 30. Let me look it up real quick. We're going to check the episode, but of course, it's with Cindy and Sav. And today's topic is going to be about self sabotage and how. Ooh, we're at 30, I mean 39, 29. Damn, we're That's almost at our 30th episode. And self sabotage and how we tend to do that shit a lot i don't know why but <laughs> oh my god <laughs> um i think you're dealing with it right now too on on certain things no um so i was actually thinking about thinking about this today mm-hmm. how like your past relationships low-key like they just make you think super negatively and make you start make you start self-sabotaging because i've been when i've been talking to this guy for a little bit and he does everything right but i just feel like i'm always i'm always constantly stopping myself from doing something stupid that i mean that sounds kind of like a lot but nothing too crazy but i always stop myself from doing little things because i keep telling myself like oh i'll be the first one to fuck up because i already know like men always disappoint me like something always happens yeah it just like leaves you like ugh. Yeah, so I feel like I'm always like, oh, eventually they're going to fuck up, so might as well, like, do it first or... Or just or, get out of it. Yeah, like, like I, I want to try to, like, act like I don't really care as much as I do, but I do. Mm-hmm. But for sure, like, I'm self-aware of it, though, because, like, I'd be stopping myself, and I'm just like, no, like, this one's worth it. Like, stop doing all this stupid shit. Like, not everybody is a piece of shit, and um honestly like i just feel like you should give everything 110 percent. and if people turn out to be who you don't you know if people turn out to be a disappointment well fuck it you did your part mm-hmm. and you just had the only thing you need to worry about is that you'll be fine after and to stop fucking overthinking everything during you know what i was thinking that's crazy is that when we're because i just thought about this right now so with let's say like past situations like not only with guys but other stuff um, when it comes to us, we're always trying to think positive about them. Have you mm-hmm. noticed that? Mm-hmm. And like, we're always like, oh, maybe he's not doing this, or maybe this doesn't happen. And like, when it's to the right person, we're like, um, maybe he's doing this because of this. Mm-hmm. So it's like, when they tend to fuck up, we're always trying to find excuses on how they're not fucking up and they're doing good. But when they're doing good, we tend to find excuses on how they'll fuck up. So True. it's it's so annoying how like, I'll have like the wrong guy and he'll be doing the wrong shit and I'll imagine him doing the right shit and that's good enough for me. And then the right guy comes and he does all the right shit, but I'll be imagining him doing the wrong shit. But it's because... um eventually you learn to stop romanticizing and you build guards up and it's good to keep your guard up you should always keep your guard up but to an extent it's sabotage because you are persecuting this poor guy who's doing good who's trying his best off something he's never done like he can't pay the mistakes of somebody who's done that in the past Mm -hmm. and um self-sabotage can also come in 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 businesses or other aspects like for example like let's say like a business went bad for you and you have that sour taste and you want to jump into another opportunity and you're like oh i don't know i've already been through that just because it went bad for you doesn't mean it could go bad for another person or for another business aspect that you're trying to get into so i don't know i have a problem with self-sabotage how have you been able to deal with it like so far um so i i wrote a chapter in a book about this about failure right so Mm -hmm. we we see failure as like oh we think that we just shouldn't try again like we're so scared to fail we're scared to um you know be 
not be proud of ourselves stuff like that and i think you could take that into every aspect of life so you fail with relationships you're scared to try again because you feel like oh it's just gonna end up the same way right yeah when in reality like you fail in order to learn lessons you fail in order to be better with the next one Mm -hmm. like the way that i think of it is like if let's say right now i'm with mr perfect like let's just say he is mr perfect yeah um if he would have met me three relationships ago I would have still been a good person, but I wouldn't have learned lessons maybe that I needed to learn in order to really appreciate him or to be the person that he needed, right? Yeah. So now I look back and I'm thankful for that shit that didn't work out instead of being like, why me? Why me? You know? Yeah. Stop victimizing yourself. Sometimes shit has to happen for a reason. With my business now, you know, I started like three, four businesses before that one that failed. Instead of looking back and being like, oh my God, I'm not a business person. It keeps failing, blah, 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 blah. I learned valuable lessons in those businesses Mm -hmm. that made this one successful. Yeah. Instead of seeing your failures as like, why me, why me, why me? See them as stepping stones in your life that you needed to go through. You know, life is not going to be just A to B, easy and smooth. Life gives you, you know, hardships and it tests you because not everybody is meant to have the dream business, all the money, the perfect guy the perfect family the perfect life it's the people that you know stick around that are strong that are resilient that keep trying and that have those traits so just make sure that when life knocks you down don't stay down always think of shit positively and of course you're gonna have demons i have demons every day i go to work and i think i'm not enough sometimes you know i always think oh somebody's gonna cross me but it's your decision to look at that shit and to not believe it and to bring yourself back up yeah, you're 100% right. And like adding on to that, um, I was watching this interview about one of the most famous bands in the world. Of course, like everybody knows Kiss, but everybody knows Kiss because of the propaganda they put out. They were like in Hello Kitty and stuff. Mm-hmm. Paul Stanley once said, he's like, I hate when people tell me like, oh, you got so lucky and I got famous because I didn't get lucky. He was like, because I did a bunch of bands before. And like, you know, I learned through all those bands that like some people that I was collaborating with just didn't have the passion that I had. Or like you know like all that stuff he was like the opportunity set itself of course it's like a mixture of luck like 10 percent luck 90 percent work that's what he said because he was like of course opportunities present themselves but if you are not ready when that opportunity presents itself if you don't have like the ambition the goals and the technique as well as like let's say you've been working for two years right and you learn the guitar perfectly to the t and like somebody hears your guitar or let's say you run into a person who knows this person who can get you in if he wouldn't have practiced for those two years to learn how to master a guitar that opportunity would have one passed him by like nothing and he would have never been famous and stuff so he's like i hate when people are like oh you get so lucky you have these opportunities you made it only because you were lucky he was like no i didn't make it because i was lucky i made it because i forced myself so when the opportunity came i was ready to grab it by the throat mm-hmm. and like that kind of that interview kind of always sat with me because i was like huh i always thought about these people that are famous that i'm like uh that have actual talent of course that i'm like oh, they're lucky but they really aren't lucky because <coughs> they have to have an extreme amount of talent really mm-hmm. thick skin to get up on stage and sing with people um, they have to be passionate about it because most people go broke doing the passion that they want. And like they have to be ready, like 100% ready when opportunity hits. So I never really thought about that. And now I'm like, you know what? Like I really thought about that today too. I was like, I just have to keep grinding until my opportunity comes. Because mm-hmm. when my opportunity comes, I'll be ready to strike it. And all the competition 
And they also say, like, look at your competition and see, is that really competition? Most of the people out there aren't doing the job as good as you would be doing it if you really set your passion to do it. Mm -hmm. Like, for example, before you did the flower shop, people were doing flowers and they were making bank off of it. But were they doing it the way you were doing it? No. Or were they doing, like, quality stuff? No. But they didn't have any other competition, you know? So that's why they were making it. So it's like, look at the competition around you and really analyze it and see, like, if I poured my heart and my soul into this field, would I make it? Maybe you would. Well, that's why they say, like, usually the people that make it aren't the most talented. It's the ones that just keep trying. Yeah. Because there's a lot of people that that have the talent but if you don't have the drive the ambition and you don't continuously keep going after failure then you're not going to get anywhere it's always going to be the person that keeps trying that actually wins so a lot of times like in business too like let's say i'm having a phase where i'm stagnant or nothing none of my designs are really hitting or anything like that i'll just keep thinking to myself like at the end of the day the person who's going to win is the one that kept going not the one that had the best ideas you know every single fucking day it's like you get tested so much to where you want to quit all the time and most people do quit yeah like right now in real estate it's insane because we were doing a zoom meeting today and my broker was like my brokerage is exclusive but now we're looking for people to work and i'm like for real and he was like if i told you the amount of people that have hung up their licenses every single day you wouldn't believe it and i'm like how many people have hung up their license i was like it can't be that much 45 people a day in real estate hang up their license and quit why is that is that just now today like yeah because people get into it thinking that it's easy money and it's it's not easy money like so 45 people a day have hung up their license and now that their fees are done because people don't understand that you have to pay to be a realtor (coughs) just like you have to pay to be a business owner rent like employees buy the stuff like it's it's more than just hey i'm gonna get into this i'm gonna make money and then hop out right now a lot of people i can guarantee you that like it's gonna hop from 40 people to like 60 people as of today because of all the fees that are due because people don't want to pay the fees so like and all the continuing classes and all that stuff they're just gonna be like fuck this like i'm not gonna make it so in order for you to make it into fields like this you need passion and so he was like but don't worry he's like i'm not throwing these numbers out there to scare you I'm throwing these numbers out there because you're not part of that 45 people that are dropping it. You just have to grind it out and work it out through this market. Once you grind it out and you work it out through this market, when the market's ripe and it's right, people are going to know that you were an agent for a long time and the fruit of your labors are going to come out. And that's when like money strikes and gold strikes. Yeah. So I was Everything, like, Everything's a long game. You just have to keep going. Yeah, because I was like, damn, 45 people is a lot of people a day. Like, that's a lot of people. Because a lot of people got their license in 2019, 2020 and COVID because they saw that a lot of people were making money like quick because everybody was buying. And, like, a lot of people aren't just built for real estate or business. It sucks because everybody everybody in the world is so different. Like, we all have our different passions. We all have different characters. But for you to be in real estate, you have to just be a people person. As much as you don't want to talk to people, you have to talk to people because you're literally working with people. You have to have charisma, you have to have patience, and you have to have passion. Because if you're not passionate about this field, you are going to fail. It's that simple. Because money's cool, money's fine, but the money's not there all the time. When it hits, it hits. And when it doesn't, it doesn't. It's like markets like this, which which are rare, you know? Like, this is a rare market. It's but 2022 was well 2020 was a rare market like that's never gonna happen again so um 
people need to stop getting into fields for the money and need to start getting into the fields for the passion like if you want to open up a business like do a business that you love that you whether it's like something it doesn't have to be you don't necessarily have to like doing the stuff but find something that you like for example um i know somebody that runs like <coughs> uh what are those called the pink donut shops Pink donut, pinky donuts, mm-hmm. whatever they're called. And he doesn't like making donuts. Oh, pink box? Yeah, yeah, pink box. He doesn't like making donuts, but he likes the aspect of being a business owner, going in and doing all that stuff. So he likes all the components of behind the scenes. And it's like you have to like and love something about it or you're going to freaking fail because the money hits, but eventually you're you're just going to like drain in it because you're, you're, you're not pouring your heart and soul into something. Mm-hmm. and it and w- even with everything there's bad bad seasons so if you don't like what you're doing and you're in a bad season when you're not really making money then you're gonna quit yeah you're gonna quit and i used to be a huge quitter like i used to be like ah whatever like i don't care but that was i had to learn like bro like every time you quit you're just making yourself weak mm-hmm. like you're just being weak as fuck like you're only quitting because you have like this like comfort level of quitting but are you gonna quit every time it gets hard like you're just weak as shit like uh, i was thinking to myself and i was like okay quitting once i understand but i'm like this is like the third time you're almost trying to quit like suck it up like if this is really what you want to do and this is really what you wake up every single day doing happy why do you want to quit it because it's not going your way for a little bit this sounds like some like give giving up type of person that you hate like you're becoming the person that you talk crap about like why Mm -hmm. so yeah when you feel like giving up just don't do it (laughs) um shoot well how have you been feeling lately with like real estate how do you hype yourself up I hope I um so I also have that self sabotage when it comes to my career. I get into my head too much, and when I get into my head too much, I get into these negative thoughts, and I'm like nah 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 nah, and I act on it too impulsively. So I, this is that was my biggest one of my biggest lessons to learn in 2022 was stop doing impulsive actions and letting like that little thought in your head get to you, because I'm like damn I could have like really submerge or done more stuff if i didn't let my intrusive thoughts take action sometimes they're just thoughts and you're you're allowed to have these thoughts because you're going through it but you can't act on them you have to see if you like if they elongate like like say for example you've had that thought for a month or two you're like okay it hasn't left then something is up then you can sit and do the pros and cons and see so with me with this market just surrounding myself by people who understand me because i used to not be surrounded by people who don't understand me so i felt like i was the only one who was failing mm. so i was like damn like because social media is not your friend when it comes to businesses a lot of people say that they do a lot of stuff and they don't yeah. A lot of people say that they're like these top dogs or like fronters and they're not. So my self-esteem was to, used to be like, damn, until I sat with a lot of people and they were like, no, like if you were to understand what's going behind the scenes, you would feel a lot of better. So putting myself out there, meeting people who are in the same field, who are going through the same thing as me, made me feel a lot better about my job because I was like, you know what? I'm not the only one going through this. And it lifted up almost like something on me because I felt like I was the only one, but I'm not the only one. It's like... <laughs> freaking 85 percent of the people that are going through it so i was like okay like i understand also having a more positive mindset i feel like i used to be a negative ass nancy and that shit used to get so fucking annoying to the point where i was annoyed at myself 
Because yeah. I was like, damn, like, I remember one time I was like in my head and I literally stopped on the side of the road because I was tired of myself. I was literally fucking tired of myself. I was like, bro, shut the fuck up. Like, you keep talking all these negative thoughts and it's like, are you going to find negativity in everything you do? Like, is it going to get to the point where you're happy about doing something and you're just going to wake up and sabotage it and hate it and make yourself hate it for no damn reason? So just correcting myself and looking at myself and calling myself out when I need to call myself out. And three, um, finding better friends who are also business people because I also see them struggle, but I also see them do success. So when they're very successful, it encourages me because I know that their hard work poured in eventually mm-hmm. comes out. So that's how I've been able to like handle it with real estate because I know eventually <laughs> just being in it and just working my butt off will pay yeah. off. So just 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 grinding until one day I'm, I have to be positive and just affirm myself like it's going to pay, it's going to pay, it's going to pay. I think... You're always your biggest critic, and that's what's helped me a lot, like, recently, is just changing my mindset to a positive one. Like, I feel like before I would, like, look myself in the mirror and just nitpick everything, like, oh, I wish I wasn't a procrastinator. I wish I, um, you know, like, physically, like, certain things and shit like that, and, like, just trying to put myself down all the time. But now it's, like, I look at myself and I'm, like, okay, I'm not perfect. Nobody is. But these are, you know, the 10 qualities that make me different and make me someone not easily replaceable in any aspect in business and friendships and relationships. Like, you, any, everybody has flaws. And if you just pick your flaws, like, you're just going to be miserable. It's like, a lot of the times you have shit that is worth bragging about. Yeah, yeah. I feel like, I think it's because we, I'm not trying to call out our moms, but I feel like, um my mom at least was very negative with me sometimes like mine too yeah i almost got like more like negative stuff than positive stuff and i've learned this through my classes right now that when you grow up in a house where more of your negativity is called out than positivity you tend to reflect that on yourself and i was like damn like i didn't know that so that explained a lot of stuff for me so for example me growing up like my mom yes like she praises me every once in a while like i'm not saying she's like this monster that never praises me but most of the time it was her like saying "Mm, like yeah i expect that from you or like "Mm, like you could do better or something like that i've taught her that like you know her negative aspect on how she looks at me really does affect me and she's kind of doing a better job at it of course it takes time i have to just call her out on it i used to never call her out on it but now i'm like hey like this is affecting me you need to stop but because of her like expecting stuff or like degrading me sometimes i've tended to be negative with myself so when my world is crumbling down instead of like taking a pause and breathing i just sabotage myself and i just make myself worse or i blow things out of the water like my mom used to do with me and make it worse mm-hmm. so like for example like i'll i'll like miss a meeting and i'll be like oh you're a fucking loser like this is why you can't do shit like this, instead of being like okay well make they learn from this time don't do it again you know like i'm just super hard on myself and i've also noticed that i used to be like little nitty pitty with other people too and i'm like i'm getting traits from my mom that i'm i don't like about her and it's it's like you don't purposely do it but you're raised like that so self-consciously you don't know better mm-hmm. until you like actually self-analyze yourself so that's another thing that i've learned to do is just kind of like stop myself in moments and really really sit there and tell my mind this is not okay <coughs> like don't become that person you're better than that don't judge other people be better than that 
Mm-mm. Um. Shit, I don't know. I feel like we hit all the lines already. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think with wait, wait, with you, um, you're also very, very hard on yourself too, though, with your business. There was one point where you were like. I remember I was like, damn, like, she's super hard on herself. I think it was, like, after Valentine's Day, like, like right after Valentine's Day. Because you were barely, like, learning. And, like, mm-hmm. uh, to be honest, a lot of people weren't helping you. It was just you, like, for being honest, like, running in, wise. And um, I think, like, you were just like, man, I did this too. Like, I did this. Like, I shouldn't have done this. I should have done this. I shouldn't have done this. I should have done this. Even though you had, like, an amazing season and you did super well, Mm -hmm. you were more focused on all the bad stuff you did. Because Um, that's all you were hearing. I think there's, like, good... So there's, like, balance, right? So you always have to have... I think 60% of the time you should be praising yourself. Mm -hmm. But it's important to also have high standards for yourself, but without yeah. bullying yourself, if that makes sense. Yeah. So before I would kind of bully myself. So I, I think of it differently now where um, now, like, let's say I have a I, I have a season where I could have done better. I'll just sit down and I'll be like, dude, you're capable of this. I've seen you do this. Um, you know, you're you're successful for your age. Let's sit down. Like literally yesterday I did this where I'm not happy with my with how my growth has been going so i just sat down i literally made a list of what i want to do this week my ideas put everything on paper give and i'm giving myself um a timeline for everything and before i could have just been like bro like i'm so fucking lazy like i'm not creative no more like why is this not going the way that i fucking want it to and just bullying myself over it now it's more analytical it's like i'm self-aware enough to know that i haven't done as good as i can but instead of bullying myself and making myself feel like shit, I'm just going to go to the drawing board. Okay, cool. Now, you know, that off time just means that I need to be more creative now and I need to be a little harder on myself. Mm-hmm. So it's okay to be self-aware and know that you can do better, but you need to be nice to yourself. Speak to yourself how you would to a sib- like a little sister or your best friend. Always speak to yourself with care because, yeah. you know, at the end of the day, you only have yourself and you're the person that's going to, you know, fucking be buried with yourself so be nice to yourself yeah i think treating yourself with respect and just that's also part of self-sabotage you being mean to yourself eventually you're going to cut off your thoughts and i want to just just like you cut off people who don't respect you 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 eventually self-consciously cut off yourself it's mm-hmm. crazy like you end up like hating yourself you end up looking at yourself in a different way your perception of yourself in the mirror is actually really really bad just think yeah. about your self-esteem in ways when you've talked nice about yourself and you looked at yourself in the mirror and instead of going to the gym and looking at yourself yeah. being like i look fat and you look at yourself and be like damn like I, i'm actually trying like you come out in different mm-hmm. perceptions of yourself so and, just go ahead and when you're nicer to yourself people around you are nicer to you because when you create like a like when you see yourself highly other people will see you highly because i've noticed like when i was when i was like at my bullying myself phase a lot of my friends didn't respect me they would talk bad about me i was in bad relationships Uh, my family didn't respect me but after you you learn how to love yourself and respect yourself and and be easy on yourself everybody around you like respects you more yeah because you start prioritizing you and you start establishing boundaries because you don't allow disrespect so in terms of self-sabotage what i took from this episode is 
be your own best friend in like a sense of like be kind to yourself when mm-hmm. when when things are going negative don't let that negative thought linger and if it does linger give it like a month or two revisit it write a pros and cons list and if there's really more cons than pros look at something else but don't be too intrusive and mm-hmm. or too like quick to pull the trigger on something and then end up regretting it because i've done that a lot of times and mm-hmm. honestly that's not it <laughs> and lastly just let good things happen to you yeah stop trying to like i feel like a lot of times we accept what we think we deserve when in reality like bro you deserve so much like we have one friend that remember how she would always say like that guy's too nice so i'm gonna break him and then yeah. I, and i would tell her like why do you think you don't deserve someone that's nice to you like let's visit that like like stop thinking you don't deserve good things to happen to you and get all scared when like shit is going well and you want to fucking do something to fuck it up like no you deserve good things to happen to you and let it happen yeah and don't linger on if okay if things don't happen right don't linger on it accept it don't overanalyze it as well because over sometimes you won't find the answer until much later and you have to be comfortable with that and content <coughs> with it so accept it let it go and move forward because eventually what's for you will be for you and you need to understand that so if bad things have happened in the past you have to kind of forgive yourself and forgive them live with peace and move forward mm-hmm. period <laughs> and remember everything we say is Por tu bien, guys. see you guys next episode <laughs>